Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Phillies Today. Game one of the NLCS is tonight, and I'm recording this literally at 8 a.m. right now, 12 hours from now, well, just a little over 12 hours. The NLCS starts tonight, Phils and D-backs. I couldn't be any more excited uh, for for this matchup to start. I think this matchup favors the Phils. We'll get into it, man. There's a, it's a, lot, of, a lot of stuff to get into. It's... Really today, just going to give you a preview of the series, preview of game one tonight, keeping it simple, preview of the entire series, preview of the first game tonight uh, against the Diamondbacks, and then I'll recap uh, game one of the ALCS uh, from last night, give you a brief, short recap, update you on that series, preview, uh, a short, short, short preview uh, of game two. Uh, between the Rangers and the Astros uh, tonight in Houston, um, so we'll we'll get to that a little bit later. Get get you updated on that, but we got to start with you know we're it's it's again simple show today, but NLCS preview. We'll we'll do a preview of the entire series right here for a little bit, and then we'll get to a preview of Game One and uh, right after. Right after I preview the entire series. So, how both teams got here? Let's start with that. How both teams got here? D-backs coming in uh, on the on the year in the regular season, eighty-four and seventy-eight record. Uh, they finished second in the National League West and snagged late in the season that third wild card spot. As that wild card spot really fluctuated between like five teams uh, or the last couple of wild card spots. Uh, for like five teams uh, in the last like month or two, um, so they were able to get the third wild card spot. They won their wild card series over the Brewers uh, two zip, and then swept the Dodgers in the National League Division Series uh, three nothing. They have not lost a game yet this postseason. On the other side, your Fightins ninety and seventy two, second in the NL East, uh, and of course got the first wild card spot. Uh, by the end of the season. And then, of course, as you know, they won their wildcard series over Miami 2-0 and then won the NLDS over the Mighty Braves once again 3-1. So those are how both teams got here and both teams now in the National League Championship Series. No one really saw this matchup coming. Let's be honest. All of us... Look, I expected, maybe unlike some other people... Nationally, I know a lot of there's a good amount of people here in Philadelphia uh, that expected the Phillies to get to NLCS. We did not expect this matchup. Uh, look, I, I, 
the D-backs, even like three, two, three, four weeks ago, uh, some were saying like, oh, this team's not going to make the playoffs. And there, there was a point where I think they were just outside of the wild card spot. Um, but again, that last wild card spot fluctuated. Um, so looking at the projected starters uh, for the series, we have Zach Wheeler and Zach Gallon, the two Zachs in game one. And we'll get to uh, a bit more of that uh, in just a few minutes. Uh, but looking at the rest of the series, game two, it will be Aaron Nola and Merrill Kelly. Uh, you know, the first two games here, really a, a battle of the big horses for both teams. Um, Nola has been great over his last five starts. Um, he's gone 12 and just over 12 and just over 12 innings, a couple of earned runs and 12 strikeouts. He has been phenomenal, um, uh, in his last five starts overall. Um, and to start the postseason, he has just been really, really, really good. Uh, Merrill Kelly, uh, 329 ERA and just over 177 innings pitched, uh, 30 starts during the regular season. Um, and throughout the playoffs so far, he had one start um, in the divisional series against the Dodgers, where he went just over six innings, uh, shut uh, six, just over six shutout innings, five strikeouts, and two walks. And then looking ahead to Game Three, it'll be Ranger Suarez and Brandon Fott. Uh, Suarez started Games One and Four of the National League Championship Series. Um, he only gave up one earned in uh, in about. Eight, eight or nine innings of work. It looks like, yeah, it was about eight, eight just over eight innings of work. Um, Brandon Fott, um, an ERA just under six in the regular season. It was really outside of Kelly and, and Gallon, really. Uh, after that, wasn't too great in the regular season. Um, Fott had a ERA just under six in 18 starts, 96 innings pitched in the regular season. Um, but throughout the 2023 playoffs so far, and a couple of um, starts for them, he was almost like kind of an opener a couple of these games. I don't know, but um, three earned and in seven innings throughout the, the playoffs so far. He's been pretty, he's been solid uh, for the most part. Um, I think game game two is a lot better than uh, his first game that he pitched in the wild card series. Um, game four. Now this is like pending. Um, I, I don't know if these matchups are necessarily announced. This, this, these are all, by the way, uh, according to fan graphs. So I think Gallon and Wheeler were announced tonight. I know the Diamondbacks announced uh, Gal, uh, Gallon and Kelly uh, for the first couple of games. I know that for a fact. But game four, the projected starters, um, Taiwan Walker, Ryan Nelson. Uh, Walker coming into the season with a 438 ERA and 31 starts, 172.2 uh, innings pitched in the regular season. Really was hoping it would be Christopher Sanchez. Maybe it still will be. I mean, again, this isn't like announced, but it looked like looks like Taiwan Walker playing against his old team in the Diamondbacks versus Ryan Nelson. Uh, Ryan Nelson has a 531 ERA and 27 starts, uh, 144 innings pitched during uh, the regular season. Um, and he really hasn't pitched much uh, throughout the postseason so far. They haven't needed him to. Um, he's only pitched a third of an inning in, in the uh, the first wild card game where he gave up three hits uh, and one strikeout. So those are your projected starters for the series. Uh, looking ahead to key. Keys for the Phillies to win the NLCS. And it, it all it's all like relatively simple. Like and the way I look at this is like the Phillies just overall need to do what they need to do. Like I, I really think it's an overwhelming matchup for the D backs. I know there's people out there that are trying to make a case that the D backs look to a certain extent the D backs, you know, deserve to be here. Like they did what they needed to do as far as you know, winning their series and 
in the wild card round and in the NLDS against the Dodgers. Like, look, I think it was more the Dodgers choking, but at the end of the day, the Diamondbacks did what they needed to do, right? So, but again, I just think this is like an overwhelming matchup for the D-backs. The Phils just have to do what they have to do, and I'm really confident, and I think a lot of us around here are. Like, it would be a very huge surprise if the Phillies lost this series. Now, if you want to debate how many games, that's fine with me. I, I will tell you how many um, games. And obviously, I think the Phillies are going to win this series, by the way I'm talking, so you already know that. Um, but I'll tell you how many games in just a second. But they just need to do what they need to do, okay? Bats pick each other up. Like we saw it in in the first couple of games in in uh in the wild card round and the divisional series, um, especially the divisional series, like where Schwarber, Kyle Schwarber did not hit well, Alec Bohm did not hit well, but Bryce Harper, Brandon Marsh, Nick Castellanos, Trey Turner, even JT Romuto to a certain extent, all did. They all hit really well when they needed to, were all clutch um when they needed to be clutch uh, against Atlanta. And they picked up Kyle Schwarber and Alec Bohm and maybe a few other bats that weren't really, um, you know, uh, doing their jobs uh, in the divisional series. So um, I, I think that there's going to be a couple of guys maybe that don't have a great championship series. It would be awesome if they were all hot, like everybody was hot at the same time. But you have to account that maybe there will be one or two bats that's just how baseball goes um, that aren't hitting well. Maybe Nick Castellanos doesn't hit well or um, Aurelio Muto isn't hitting well at all or somebody like that. Um, but as long as, you know, Harper, a Turner, um, a Schwarber, a Bohm um, are picking those guys up, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's it's very rare that the entire offense um, is all firing on all cylinders. Like, there really hasn't even been a time like that for the Phillies this year, right? Like, there's even... Uh, up until the last couple of months, like JT wasn't hitting all that well, but the the rest of the entire offense was hitting really well. So it's important in this series um, that that they don't all go cold at the same time because that wouldn't be good. But I'm pretty confident that won't happen. But at the end of the day, I as long as you know guys are picking other guys up that aren't hitting well, like that's what matters. So if they continue to do that, like they did in the divisional series, um, I think that's really important. The bats pick each other up. So that's, that's first key. Second key, Aaron Nola does what he needs to do over the last five starts, plain and simple. Just don't revert back to what you were over the regular season where you were, um, up and down, mediocre, just imploding in certain innings. You saw that in the Marlins series where he didn't implode, uh, and, some of those middle innings, like the uh, third, fourth, fifth innings, uh, it was one of those innings where it, it, it could have imploded and it didn't. He gets double plays um, to end innings. That's what Aaron Nola has to do. As long as you know you get these starts where he's got what? Uh, um, he's just pitched really well over his last five starts in general. So as long as Aaron Nola just does what he needs to do and does what he's been doing over his last handful of starts, that's what he has to do, and he'll probably and he will pitch, you know, in two of these games most likely, depending. I mean, if the Phillies sweep, um, that's a different story, but he'll most likely be pitching. Uh, well, that, I guess that would be Game Six, right? Because Wheeler would go one, and then, so maybe he only pitches one game. I mean, that would be more ideal for the Phils anyway. Um, but Aaron Nola just does what he he needs to do. Um, 
because that would that could be important in game two. I mean, even if the Phillies win game one, um, that would be a big deal for the D-backs to potentially win game two if they can really get to Aaron Nola. So um, Aaron Nola just doing what he needs to do um, in game two and uh, not doing what he did in the NLCS last year, I believe, where he didn't have a great start. I know the CS and World Series, he he wasn't all that great. I, I don't exactly remember if he had a good start in the NLCS. I think he had one or two bad starts in there in the CS, but I could be wrong. But regardless, it doesn't matter. Nola just don't be what you were in the regular season. Um, and there was times where he was really good in the regular season, but there was a lot of times where he was really bad. So as long as he's just, you know, we don't see the imploding Aaron Nola, which could be, could be trouble for the Phils. So... Nola needing doing what he needs to do. And then the third one, relievers coming up big in high leverage spots like we saw against Atlanta. And, you know, a, a good amount of that is Topper and putting the relievers in the right spots and, you know, getting out of jams when he needs to. It's basically just, you know, instead of Kimbrell coming in the ninth, he, he has him come in and uh, whatever spot it was in game four and Strom coming in and Alvarado coming in. Uh, when he throws them in there and them getting the job done when they need to. So a part of that is topper and putting him in the right positions, but obviously it's, you know, it's on the pitchers on the players to do their jobs. So relievers coming up big in the high leverage spots when they happen. Uh, again, I, I think the fills are really not going to have a tough time with the D backs this series, but again, D backs are here for a reason. Got to respect them at the, at the same time. I don't want to disrespect them too much at all. So, but in high leverage spot spots, relievers like Alvarado, like Kimbrel, like Sir Anthony, um, these guys need to do their jobs when they are called upon. So those are my keys to the series. Bats pick each other up. Nola have a great Nola start. Relievers come up big in high leverage spots. So now for my prediction. Phillies in five. I'm a little nervous about that fourth game. If it's Taiwan Walker going, like I'm really not like super confident in Taiwan Walker. I don't think a lot of people are. Christopher Sanchez, even if it's him, Sanchez doesn't have a lot of postseason experience. He doesn't have any postseason experience, excuse me. Um, and he hasn't even started a full season in the major leagues yet. So who knows what could happen to Christopher Sanchez, but I'll be more confident in Christopher Sanchez just from what I've seen. Um, in him over Tywin Walker, but I think that game could be a toughie for the Phils. Um, and that would mean that would be in Arizona, right? That would mean going back to staying in Arizona for a game five. It is the two, three, two format. I still, I think still right, which I hate. I think it should be two, two, one, one, one. Um, but, uh, I will say, I will say Phillies in five. I think somewhere in there, the D backs will, will steal a game. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe they give Tywin Walker a, bunch of run support which they have this year because he has like 15 16 wins somehow um so uh i'll say phillies in five um would i be surprised if this went six kind of i've talked to to some people i think it's ah oh, phillies in six like i don't know man phillies in seven i definitely would be surprised um and if phillies lost the series that would be the end of the world <laughs> i i just don't i'm not saying the end of the world for real but like I don't know, man. Like, there's, I don't think any, there's any way the Phillies lose this series. There's some people who are trying to compare the D backs to last year's Phillies. The D backs don't have that type of magic. Like, again, the D backs have done what they've need, needed to do against, you know, the Dodgers and the Brewers, but the Brewers and Dodgers both, like, don't have, like, 
great postseason history. They've had like postseason history where they they had a good regular season but don't show up in the playoffs. So I don't know, and like especially the Dodgers, who I, yes they won a World Series in 2020, but there's been years where 2019 Nationals beat the the Dodgers and uh, the Dodgers choked in that first round. So. I don't know. Like, I just, there's some people are trying to compare them. I think the Phillies were better last year than the Diamondbacks are this year. Um, I get it, the whole Gallon and Kelly. Like, they have somewhat of a team built, but like, they don't have anybody after Gallon and Kelly. I know Fott's been okay, but like, I, I don't know. It's, it's a, I think it's like a bit of a reach on that comparison. So I, I just don't think the D backs really have a chance in this series. And I would be really surprised if they, if they really took two games or even won the series that, that would be insane but i'm gonna go phillies in five so phillies in five my official prediction for the national league championship series and real quick before we get to the game one preview um kyle schwarber my nlcs mvp he's due you look at his numbers from last nlcs he could have won nlcs mvp if it wasn't for bryce harper um that's not necessarily a bad thing but i'll go kyle schwarber my nlcs mvp game one preview for tonight so looking at Zach Wheeler and Zach Gallen, uh, Wheeler's number numbers on the season, 361 ERA and 32 regular season starts, 192 innings pitched, 212 strikeouts. Um, his first two starts in the postseason, 13 innings pitched, three earned, 18 strikeouts, eight hits. On the other side, Zach Gallen, uh, pretty similar numbers um, in the regular season, 347 ERA and 34 starts, 210 innings pitched, 220 strikeouts for Zach Gallon. Pretty stellar regular season. He's been one of the better pitchers in the National League over the last couple of years, just like Zach Wheeler. Um, and Gallon's number this postseason, 318 ERA in just over 11 innings of work uh, through two starts. So there are your numbers for the for, for the aces for both teams um, heading into game one. What the Phils need to do to win game one. I kind of look at it as like a replica of game one in Miami. And I kind of said like the same thing going into the Atlanta series uh, in game one for them. Uh, number one, Wheeler just sent plain, plain put. Wheeler just does what he needs to do um, and he what he's done in his first two starts. Um, I know, you know, he had the, the Darno hiccup uh, with that homer um, that he left hanging up there to Travis Darno in game one, right? Or game, was it game one? Right, game one. Um, of the NLCS. No, but they, they won the, the first game 3 nothing, right? No, no, it was the second game. I'm, I'm sorry, because Ranger pitched. Ranger pitched game one. So game two, where Wheeler uh, um, pitched against uh, Atlanta. He wasn't, you know, he, he didn't have, uh, I mean, he had a good start. He just, you know, left that uh, meatball up to Tarno that he crushed. But I, again, I, I really see it as a replica of game one against Miami. Um, get to Zach Gallen early. Um, Get it, get him out of the game just like you did Lazardo, and get into the bullpen, um, and, and you know that's just how I just think of them. I I I know I said this for the Atlanta series, but that's just kind of how I see, um, you know, the them the blueprint for winning this game is game one against Miami in the wild card series where Wheeler had a phenomenal game, um, got Lazardo out of there, get Gallon out of there, so. Um, and get into that bullpen and get some insurance runs. And that comes right into the offense here. Offense, do your job. Don't leave men on base and get the insurance runs. Those three things. Do your jobs. Score some runs. 
obviously. Um, don't leave men in scoring position. Do not leave them on base and get your insurance runs. And, you know, you might leave a few men on base. It's not going to be perfect, but, you know, more often than not, let's let's uh, get those um, runs in because it's very important. Every single run is important in the playoffs. And then when you get to the bullpen, which hopefully you do after you get Gallon out of there, after, you know, uh, hopefully like four or five innings, um, you get those insurance runs late in the game um, to give – whether it's Kimbrell who comes in, whether it's Anthony Alvarado, whoever, um, leave some room for that. You can kind of leave some room for error there, just in case they uh, do give up a run or two. So get those insurance runs. So those are my keys to a win in Game One. Once again, Wheeler does what he needs to do in first two starts. Get to Zach Gallen early. Get him out of the game and into the bullpen, and then offense. Do the job. Don't leave men on base. Get your insurance runs. Uh, late in the game. Um, recapping other playoff series. Uh, but you know, before we get to that prediction on the game tonight, I will say I'm going to say Phillies five two. Phillies five two in game one. I'll say Gallon gives up like three earned in in five, maybe six. That would still be like a good start for Gallon, but um, you get to him nonetheless. Uh, but I'll say five. What did I say? 5-2? Yeah, 5-2. Uh, 5-2 Phillies win. Um, so other playoff series. Just a quick recap uh, of game one of the ALCS. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, nasty for the Texas Rangers as they steal game one in Houston. Justin Verlander was also nasty. Six and two-thirds, two earned runs. Um, I believe... Did Leody Tavares hit the home run off of him? But regardless, Leody Tavares hits a home run. Um, Jonah Heim was able to drive in a run in the first inning, and that's literally all the Rangers would need as they take game one of the American League Championship Series two to nothing on the heels of Jordan Montgomery. Just shoving six and a third, five hits, one walk, six strikeouts. Um, Montgomery just doing his job in game one for Texas. Um, and then a preview of game two tonight, just your game two starters for the Rangers and the Astros will be Nate Eovaldi and Framber Valdez. So Eovaldi for the Rangers and Framber Valdez, who has been really good this year for Houston, I believe threw a no hitter earlier in the season. So uh, should be a great matchup in game two of the ALCS that starts tonight at, or today, sorry, I guess late afternoon, 437. So that'll be uh, the Phils will be playing right after uh, game uh, game two of the American League Championship Series. Uh, some bets before I get you out of here. I'm not stepping off the gas pedal here. Cal Schwarber plus 320 data homer. And, you know, he's my Championship Series MVP here. So hopefully that hits. Better hit, literally. So Kyle Schwarber plus 320 to hit a home run. I'll take Zach Wheeler, eight plus strikeouts and Phils to win. Um, I'm going to, Wheeler's been just K-ing everybody. So I will I'll take Wheeler eight plus strikeouts and Phillies to win. And then last one, first inning correct score. I'm gonna say Schwarber hits a leadoff bomb. Screw it. I'm gonna keep going with it. I don't care. Phillies up one nothing after the first inning, uh, plus five fifty. Uh, so take that bet. So that's my last bet. They're all those are all FanDuel bets, by the way. So that's it again. Phil's 5-2 tonight. They take the series in five. I really don't think they're going to have trouble with the D-backs. But let me know what you think. I want to know what you think out there. Uh, on Twitter, at Rojas underscore media underscore. Follow me. Tweet me. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about the Phil's. 
Uh, let's see. You want to talk about the Eagles loss yesterday? I didn't even mention the Eagles loss because I've been so excited about the Phils. Thank God for the Phils because that loss was ugly yesterday um, over there in East Rutherford against the Jets. Um, but that's going to do it for me. Go Phils. Hopefully a game one win tonight. And hopefully we'll be talking, I guess, after, would it be after game three? I guess on Thursday, game two, whatever. Hopefully we'll be talking about the Phillies being up in this series on Thursday. Talk to you guys soon. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.